We are live for the Friday edition of the Mike and Mario show, and I'm excited to be back. It's been too long, Mario, but here we are. Uh, how are you doing, my friend? Yeah, I'm doing well, Mike, and you? I hope you had a nice uh, uh, holiday. I did. I did. Very uh, I'm rejuvenated, relaxed, and everything in between. Looking forward to uh, getting back behind the mic and the camera and just uh, sharing my two cents on what's happening out here. But uh, nevertheless, saying Mike, Mike looks better. Ha ha. <laughs> yeah I, I do i do tan quite well would you say <laughs> but no i, I am i am killing no so <laughs> I, I i do but not as bad as not as bad as you know like it don't hurt it's just i peel but it's 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 not it's not bad but all right man so hope everyone's doing well welcome back mario it's good to he- good to hear your voice good to be back with you my friend um lots of things unfolding typical debt destruction here in the u.s as well as the rest of the world but you know what hasn't caught my attention is what's the possible developments about uh, things happening out east and it has a lot to do with the BRICS nations and what could be coming soon so we're going to touch on that as well as i'll have you comb through some of the numbers recently from the reports given to us this week and uh, we'll talk about precious metals of course because that's extremely important in this current environment but i guess let's jump in right into it man i'm curious to get your thoughts I, i like to play through scenarios of what could possibly be and how things may shape off so we can stay ahead of the curve. But uh, here's a headline I want to lead into. Uh, BRICS nations say new currency may offer a shield from sanctions. And so uh, we've been talking about the possibility of an alternative coming. And so the fact that the mainstream media now is admitting that the BRICS are working on something, to me, I read by, I read through the lines and it clearly tells me that they've already positioned and had some things in, in the works but yet they've already been doing the currency swaps and doing the bilateral trades with their currencies. What will this new currency look like? And will it be solely digital in nature or will there be something type of backing behind it for trust? Or, or, or what are you thinking based upon what you gather? Yeah, there's also another article I saw from uh, a Russian, uh, I think it was TASS, and mm-hmm. uh, the finance minister of Russia was talking about that. And, and he said that... Uh, it might not be a, a currency per se, but it might be a mechanism to settle uh, a trade surpluses and, and deficits and mm-hmm. that it could be digital, uh, but backed by uh, like gold and stable coins, like he says there. So mm-hmm. whether they're going to come straight out with a currency, I don't know. But uh, I think the most important thing, if you're going to go uh, de-dollarize, you, you're going to go, you're going to de-fiat <laughs> because uh, the dollar is a fiat currency, and the only reason it stayed alive is because the U.S. forced uh, other countries to use it with, I mean, yes, it, it did uh, make the agreement with Saudi Arabia back in the 70s that uh, increased demand for it through the petrodollar, but that's, uh, we know the petrodollar is dying, you know, that, that agreement, the Russians are doing deals with the Saudis now they're protecting them uh, after the Afghan uh, withdrawal from the U.S. did the next the week after that Russia signed an agreement with Saudi to uh, security cooperation and we we are even seeing Saudi Arabia they want to join BRICS and they they want to join the the BRICS bank which is the new development bank so it's yeah. all uh, very significant it de-dollarizing I think is also uh, these new the this new system will have to have something that has real backing because fiat currencies on their own especially these BRICS currencies 
that don't have a track record, they have to be yeah. backed by something. And just like the dollar used to be backed, it was as good as gold until, you know, for foreigners at least until 1971. For Americans, it was as good as gold until 1933. Uh, mm -hmm. And, um, I think it will have to be the same for the BRICS and whether eventually they'll have a, a currency probably doesn't really matter as long as they, their currencies uh, have a, a good backing and they can uh, transfer it. Uh, it's not a problem. Yeah, yeah, I would agree. And one of the things that really uh, catches my attention is about this, the fact that not only has the world become the, the word de-dollarization has become very popular now in the mainstream news. We have everybody and mother talking about it. So clearly, if this is a if this is a um, a non-planned event, then clearly the West has to have some type of thoughts towards this to where they are working on something or they have something in line with this. And so there's a lot of talks about events that could be coming to, to disrupt that or whatever. But clearly, well before now, this was already in the works. And so this doesn't look like it's completely out of the realm of the powers that be to have something plan for the future now i think the media does a good job of making it painting painting at the picture as an east versus west situation but whatever this currency is in nature it's going to be something that will eventually be interoperable with whatever else is happening out there so that the na nations that are not a part of the BRICS can still do trade with those nations in a more trustworthy fashion so somehow some way it's going to connect to the euro system and whatever however the latin american merco system is also going to be a part of that so it's going to inter it's going to be interconnectable interconnectable at the end of the day in some capacity so uh it, it's you know I, I think it's something to pay attention to but at the end of the day unless it's gold back and gold in nature then it's re it's not really worth much at all and then here's another headline here that i wanted to, to mention as well that plays into why uh more nations might be uh considering alternatives so this is just something i came across a moment ago it says backlash against the weaponized dollar is growing across the world and so not only uh is the, the dollar shortage uh, that is out there from na not, nations not having enough currencies to make do on their current obligations. This type of activity with new currency talk speeds up things of this nature because of stuff like this, wouldn't you say? Yeah, that that's right. I, I mean, um, aside from um, the uh, political, the weaponization of the dollar, there's also the economic uh, factor because the dollar uh, and the U.S., uh, being the reserve currency and being a fiat currency or even having been backed by gold, uh, what that does is that pushes other countries to try to earn as many dollars as possible. And, and that creates a trade deficit for the U.S. And it also gives the U.S. the privilege of printing money with no consequence like they have been doing. And now these countries are realizing that the dollar is like uh, going down in terms of value and they need something more stable like gold and gold is neutral it's not political you can't gold can't sanction a country gold can't doesn't get debased yes uh the the growth of the gold uh, gold supply is very small compared to the stock to flow ratio is like 84 years mm -hmm. so yeah we all know that it's been um, money for thousands of years and it's um yeah, and that's why that's another reason they're de dollarizing, not just because of uh, the sanctions regime. And uh, you said earlier that what what will the West do to uh, combat this de dollarization? Well, some people might argue that it's all uh, by design, mm -hmm. and that they might be uh, just like um, 
negotiating and, and all the stuff we hear about tensions and the wars and like uh, um, uh, Taiwan and everything is just trying to uh, get to a point where they, they get to uh, the table and negotiate the new the new system. Or maybe the West under the U.S. leadership uh, is going to go uh, against, and that's what they're trying to do, I think, go against Russia, because Russia has dared to uh, create this new uh, or be part of this new uh, currency and not use the dollar anymore. So uh, who knows? But um, it's going to be harder to go against the BRICS and a lot of other countries, and we're hearing that European countries are asking to join the BRICS. So it's not going to be as easy to get rid of that uh, BRICS and their uh, a new uh, currency system as it was to get rid of uh, Saddam Hussein or uh, Muammar Gaddafi and people like that. Yeah, it's going to be a lot harder to <laughs> do things like that because they're unified now. Like, you know, not only is Russia and China, but it's good to say if the U.S. was try, would try to you know, put sanctions on or to militarily wise combat any of those smaller nations, China and Russia would definitely come to their rescue because this BRICS union is more than just the monetary side. It's good to say they're somehow some way going to mix the political side as well as the military forces and might together forming some type of big counter to, you know, the NATO, the NATO sphere uh, that uh, was created to combat Russia at this current moment. Like, so I, I was thinking about, there's a lot of talk about Ukraine still trying to join NATO and, has Russia ever requested to join NATO? Yeah, I remember uh, President Putin met with George, no, with Bill Clinton, President Clinton. And he said he that Russia wanted to join NATO, but he never came, went back, no, never answered him back. So, <laughs> so they have. Really? Okay, so I, I, not not knowing that. Oh, I, think, I, like, I thought you, know, you knew that. No, but yeah. No, 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 because... Because that's what I'm saying, like, because you know, NATO is it seems like it's, it's been set up to be an enemy to Russia directly. So it's like, what happens if they're well, enemy? Of I mean, the NATO. Uh, if we go back to World War II, World War II ended. Uh, the Soviets and, and the Allies were mm -hmm. fighting uh, the Nazis, but after the war ended, uh, they had to find a new enemy. So mm -hmm. communism and the Soviet Union was the new enemy, and. Yeah. Uh, the Americans and the British, the Allies, they even took like old Nazi uh, spies because they 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 didn't like the Soviets. Mm -hmm. So they had Operation Paperclip, where the CIA, who had just been created, brought in a lot of German uh, ex-Nazis, and uh, and then you know Churchill made that uh, I think a speech in University of Missouri or something, in 1947 or eight. And he said that there was a, a, an iron curtain falling on Europe. So they divide, you know, divide. This is communism. This is bad. And the West is good. And uh, NATO hadn't been formed yet. But then in the early 50s, NATO was created to combat, you know, the Soviets because mm -hmm. they were now the bad guys. Right. And, uh, and then the Soviets created the Warsaw Pact, which mm -hmm. was what. Uh, was a counter to NATO. And uh, when the Soviet Union collapsed and the, the Berlin Wall fell in mm -hmm. 89, early 90s, uh, President Bush Sr. was uh, president at the time. He was president at the time. And he negotiated with uh, James Baker, the Secretary of State, with uh, the Russian or Soviet Foreign Minister, Edward Shevardnadze, 
they negotiated that um, NATO would, you know, the the Soviets or, or the Russians would take all their troops out of Eastern Europe. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. And they did that. Mm-hmm. They did what they... T- and uh, the Americans said, we won't move one troop uh, into East Germany or the rest of Eastern Europe. So basically, they they said we won't expand NATO. Unfortunately, the I guess the Russians or Soviets weren't in a str- strong position, and they didn't get it on paper. So that's what's happened. Uh, NATO has expanded, and yeah. they wanted to expand into uh, Ukraine, and and they pushed. Is you know people will say I'm a Russian agent, but that's the history, and that's yeah. why we have that conflict in uh, in the Ukraine for the last year and a few months, and um, it's akin to uh, let's say instead of the Soviet Union having collapsed in 1989, the West of a collapse, right, and then Russia and the Soviet Union would have like won the Cold War, and then. Uh, let's say the U.S. left Europe and said, and then the Russians said, we won't move any troops uh, west of Germany. And Mm -hmm. then you end up with the Soviets putting bases in uh, Germany, France, Portugal, and then going over to Canada, uh, Mexico, Mm -hmm. uh, South America. You know, I don't think the Americans would have been very happy. So that that's like the flip side of what's happened. As I right. see, right, right. Now, that was a great, 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 a great breakdown of history, man. <laughs> like, you know, I, I wasn't well, too well versed with the earlier years of the NATO origin. So, but my, my whole point about that was given the fact that everything is set up to be a enemy of Russia. And so it's like, it's always Russia, Russia, Russia. And even hearing it on the home front now, talk about the power grid. They got news reporters coming out talking about U.S. intelligence now, talking about the possibility of a Russian cyber. I'm like, oh, we talked about this last year about a Russian cyber attack. So, so it seems like now is the time, and it's still playing into this whole debt deal, which is still not, it's still yeah. not fully done yet. So I hear people talk about next week or two could be a time frame for some type of event. Alex Jones out here ranting about, you know, middle of June, you know, the power, the blackout. I mean, I'm like, come on. Well, now. apparently like, the, you, you said that the Russians might, you know, the intelligence said the Russians might be involved in that. But I also read that uh, patriot groups within the U.S. could be involved yeah. in that. But uh, I, I thought, I guess right now with the uh, debt uh, deal, it's been passed through the House and the Senate. So now they just need Brendan to sign it. Is that what mm-hmm. it is? <laughs> to, so to my can so he still is, sign so I, something? I know the House for sure. So the House was, I think, yesterday. No, so passed, the Senate. It, no, it passed in the Senate yesterday. It's okay. already passed in the House. So okay. I think it's a done deal. So it's the uh, financial response, the fiscal responsibility act, uh, which. <laughs> What I would say is more the Fiscal Irresponsibility Act, uh, much like the Inflation Reduction Act was the uh, Inflation Right. Nothing responsible. 
nothing responsible about an open-ended, you know, money creation mechanism for the next two years. Like, so the question is factor in, you know, what's on the books. And then there's always some unforeseen event that comes about that, that, that where more currency is needed. So who knows mm. exactly what the dollar amount might be a year or two from now, because the, the madness is still underway. Like everything is still on play. Yeah. And so we'll find out, you know, how this unwinds. I but, think yeah. uh, sometimes focusing on the, yeah, the dollar, where will it be? But we need to focus it against hard assets and gold and silver. And I know gold and silver have been frustrating. But ultimately, that's how it's going to be measured because all the other currencies are, are going to go down too versus real things. And um, yeah, and this central banking model uh, that we have, we've had it in Europe for hundreds of years and in the US for 100 years. They always find an excuse a, a war or a, you know a pandemic <laughs> and yeah. to to justify you know the uh, indebting the nation and uh enriching the bankers and the politicians and and i think that's what's gonna it's gonna keep going it's the only thing i'm pretty certain of uh, everything else is very difficult to to guess or right. uh, speculate upon and all that does is it's may it makes the currency is worth less and uh that's the only thing i'm certain of yeah now speaking on some other events there's you know so let me just touch on this real quick uh this uh the uh the BRICS summit meeting in august and how uh, as of right here it says that uh south africa considers BRICS venue switch amidst putin arrest uh warrant dilemma so we'll see how this plays out but obviously powers that be will not like to see this transpire so that uh, their plans are disrupted, but we'll see, but will they be actually moving the summit to somewhere else? Uh, we'll see. Still yeah. Got another two months. So one thing I would say about the BRICS and the, the, not just the countries within the BRICS, but like a lot of African countries, a lot of South American countries, a lot of Asian countries, they've, they've been through colonization by the West mm -hmm. And uh, we in the West don't realize that uh, we we don't have too much moral authority left with these countries. So, mm -hmm. um, yeah, I think um, a lot of people here in the West, they underestimate the BRICS and what these people are doing and, and how uh, determined they are to create their own system outside the West. Mm -hmm. And... Um, what can we do about that? I, I think what we can do is maybe join them and, and be like friends with them and, and not always be belligerent and, and trying to force upon them our will, uh, just like the neocons do. And with that, I mean, I, I think you, as we said earlier, there there's some European countries that are exploring uh, the possibility of joining the BRICS. Uh, they are anonymous right now, but um, it would be interesting. Uh, I've heard rumors that the UK wanted to join BRICS. So who knows, which to me uh, wouldn't make that much sense because we're so much against Russia. I couldn't see as uh, not me personally, but our government here or the government here because I don't consider it my government. Yeah. Now, another question will be, how would those anonymous countries that are, are putting out fillers for possibly joining the BRICS in the future, how would that work with their 
them being a part of the, of the Euro EU system. Like they're a part of the EU system, meaning they have to comply with all the rules, regulations, and the currency. But then again, they want to what opt out, leave the Euro system, and to join the BRICS. Like they can't. Can now, they do both at the same time? Or well, yeah, I don't think there's a problem because Brazil or China can join the BRICS and still use their currencies to trade, backed by gold. So the mm-hmm. Euro would be the same. The Euro, the Euro, Eurozone countries have a lot of gold. Uh, supposedly <laughs> their reserves are quite big so they would be okay to join uh yeah they would probably have to negotiate a lot, a lot of things because the eu uh is a sim- single market but it's very closed uh to mm-hmm. free trade they're not too much into free trade the europeans but um or it could be countries that are not part of the eu in europe like uh norway or uh let's say Switzerland or yeah, there, there's still a few countries or even like the UK, for example. So um, it would be interesting to, uh, you know, to uh, wait yeah. and see. All right. So it, it, for any additional country that now joins, especially if they're part of the G7, G20 nations, that they are already a part of the Western hegemony, like yeah. moving into the new entity, well, that would be the, uh, the death knell, I think, of G7. Correct, correct. Yeah. So I'm like, you know, even transitioning into that formation of a new union, centered around moving away from the dollar and creating alternatives for yeah. the world to use, I guess one of the bonuses of joining that, joining that union is the fact that all those nations that are putting in for it now, they all offer the world something in the form yeah. of real... It's like, uh, silver. It's like uh, you know playing for the Chicago Bears, and then you decide to go play for another team. You can't play for both. You right, know, right, you, right. You can't stay, in, you know. Or if there's a different league to the NFL, if you start another league, uh, the the team can only play in one league. So yeah, I, I think it would be very significant if uh, a, a significant country in Europe were to join the BRICS. Now, based upon, I mean, I'm not too well versed in. What what contributions a lot of those European nations make to humanity? Like I know Germany has always been good for manufacturing and things like that, technology. But not every. I mean, France got the wine, and it's <laughs> and I'm sure other things. But Jeez. so so what exactly? Yeah, exactly. So outside of those resources and minerals and goods, there, like, what are you really bringing to the table? Because I'm assuming it's all about Tur- inter, you know trade, tourism huh? as well, tourism. I guess yeah. it's quite, nowadays it is important tourism as well. I think it makes about 11% of the uh, EU economy. And the reason I know that is I remember when uh, COVID started, I wanted to know what the impact would be on the economy. Mm-hmm. So no, but you know, Europe has, like I said, German, Germany has manufacturing. Uh, so does France have some manufacturing, Italy uh, and know-how as well. But even yeah. I think they're very uh, Europe needs to become more market oriented, unfortunately. But um, I, I think the point of it is that it would uh, signal a move away from uh, the uh, Anglo-American uh, empire, you know, the dollar, dollar, dollar block. Yeah, yeah, I do agree. Okay, let's keep it moving. Let's uh, move to some more topics. Uh, here is a headline that caught my attention, <laughs> and you responded with uh, the gold chart. Yeah, you want uh, of the yen and the uh, uh, mm. and gold price, but Japan's government will vow to end deflation with bold monetary, flexible fiscal policy. What exactly could they do that's even more bold than MMT for the last thirty years? 
that yeah. when the gospel yeah. is being told. I, as I said to you, I answered back when you sent me that they're digging an even deeper hole for themselves. Uh, I remember in the early mid '90s when I was working in the markets, and Japan was already starting to interfere. And uh, most people said, a lot of people said, Japan should let everything liquidate, you know, mm -hmm. so they can start again. But they kept; they've been interfering for 30 years, and they don't let things like. Uh, so flush correct. out you yeah. know like we and we've been doing the same thing yeah. <laughs> uh, you know the western central banks now we bail out the banks i know a few banks failed but they bailed out the depositors and they keep pumping the qe and i think uh, the way the markets react like the stock markets shows that uh, the first sign of trouble uh the fed and other central banks they will intervene like they did like the fed did in march so the japanese all they're going to do is Keep they Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious lolly focus pops or lolly mellow pops for kids. And for parents, try three new brainy chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Talk about deflation, but what they're doing is destroying the, the yen because mm -hmm. I sent you that chart of uh, gold and yen, and, and it's at an all-time high, which means the yen is at an all-time low versus the yen uh, versus gold. So... I'm afraid uh, we're probably going to be doing the same thing in the West um, when we, we get a first uh, hint of trouble like we did not just in March, but also in September here in the UK uh, mm. and October when they, the Bank of England did uh, a bit of not QE to save the guilt and the pensions. So, yeah, yeah I mean, yeah. how can you say, yeah, there? how can you say there's deflation when the currency uh, because if you turn that around, it's actually the yen dropping versus gold. Yeah. So it's just going to make the Japanese public worse off. And uh, yeah. the elites in Japan, the bankers and the corporations, they're going to do okay. Right. They always seem to end up on top of these situations that they're the cause of. Okay, let's keep it moving. Uh, let me get some more articles here. And also, we got I see some questions out there already, but we'll jump on that in a second. And so here's another little headline here. Uh -huh where this is this flies under the radar from the western mainstream media but u.s military <laughs> smuggles new batches of crude oil from syria's hasahi Asaha, iraq Asaka. to iraq yeah. Asaka, Asaka to iraq so it's like well, i mean we're not supposed to be in syria to my knowledge like why are we even like come on now but once again yeah. we're the russian world, world, world the russians were in syria the russians were in syria but they were invited by by the syrian government Right. Uh, the Americans aren't. And um, yeah, I mean, this is news. This has been known that uh, America is getting a lot of oil from Syria. And uh, where, where is the arrest warrant for for Joe Biden or even uh, Donald Trump? Because right. this has been happening since Obama was president. But, uh, yeah. you know, that's an illegal invasion of a country. But like you said, you know, there's um, they're connected, these people in the. Um, they run the system so right the agencies and the governments and all the private corporations they're all working in cahoots with each other so 
They mm. protect themselves, and American yeah. people are left on the outside looking in. I even saw that um, there's talk now that Jamie Dimon is going to run for president. So I saw him mention that. And the sad thing is, like, he would definitely get the support of all his people he've helped throughout the last several years become uber wealthy. And somehow, some way, I'm sure he'll they'll find the ballots at the last minute to <laughs> confirm them. <laughs> well, if they found it for Brandon, they definitely could find it for Jamie. Correct. They're probably working on Jamie Dines' ballots right now. They, they got somebody <laughs> on the team. They, uh, some of the immigrants coming in from across the border, they've been put on the Jamie Diamond team to start filling out the ballots <laughs> for 2024. JB says that the CIA uh, has been... Uh, in Syria for decades. Well, I think they've been everywhere pretty much. Yeah, they've decades. been everywhere. There's nowhere they have not been. Like they are like they're, they're like they're the hit the hitmen hit for our country. Except uh, for, except the moon, uh, Mike. Huh? Except the moon. They haven't been to the moon. Right. <laughs> or on the other side of the wall. <laughs> yeah. I think uh what's his name? John Kerry went down there, didn't he? After the right. Uh, it was a real everyone to go down there. What huh? was he doing there? I mean, it's weird, isn't it? The night of the of emergency. It was huh? an emergency. It was some type of emergency because a, a lot of other people went down there. So it's like once you're in the club, then you're allowed to go down there to see what's <laughs> there and, or not. So uh all right, let's let's get to some questions, man. Um so feel free to throw some questions, thoughts, ideas, suggestions, whatever, whatever topics on your mind. There's more than we can ever cover in one episode, but we'll do the best we can. Uh, so feel free. Let me get my tabs together. I don't know for my tabs. Oh, yeah, Rolf Steiner is saying that they they took out JFK probably, and uh, but uh, RFK Jr. Now he he's kind of backtracked. I'm not too sure uh, about uh, on what was he Syria, but some they they put a clip where he said that we should the U.S. is doing the right thing in Syria, but I, I don't think he's for the wars though. I think that. It was maybe taken out of context. I don't know. But anyway. Right. Here's uh says Michael Mario, can we open a nonprofit community exchange for sellers and buyers? Let's start breaking the sellers and buyers uh, manipulation and buy a silver 45 you sell back at 27. Not good. <laughs> well, I, I mean the, the problem about nonprofit is um, you know, a lot of people think the dealers are are, are uh, how can I say ripping them off. But it's just like a, a car dealership. They're not going to sell you a car for what they uh, buy it for. Pay for, right? They ha yeah, you know, pay for because uh, they got to run a business. They got to make a profit. But um, I, I think the reason why we've got premiums like f at forty dollar, uh, the silver, uh, silver eagles, seven, and then the spot price at twenty four or five. Is that there's manipulation of the market? And the U.S. mint isn't hasn't minted enough uh, silver eagles, uh, but I, I'm sure. I think what you need to do is, yeah, maybe do it privately with people you know that are interested uh, in uh, buying, and then you can sell it to them, maybe at uh, forty, and uh, they 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 make seven because they don't have to pay forty seven, and you do okay if you paid like thirty or thirty five. Uh, I mean, I, I bought some some coins a few weeks ago from a friend who who wanted to sell a bit, and I paid him just over spot one percent in gold. So, mm -hmm. you, but running like a a community like that, it's you're complicated. Uh, it's, not, it's yeah, it's complicated because we're 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 uh, 
we're not in the same jurisdiction. Uh, and right. uh, in the U.S., you have sales taxes in different states. It's very complicated, and they might come after you as well. Yeah, yeah, you'd be a target. Here's another question here from JB. Uh, appreciate you, man. It says, will the BRICS create a treasury and or bond market, or or do they need to? Um, I don't think I don't think so because I mean uh, each country has its own treasury and bond bond market and the the reason the U.S. bond market has become so big is because they have so much debt and they have to sell that stuff. But um, I've heard people saying, "Oh yeah, the dollar will stay uh, as the major reserve currency because we have a liquid uh, treasury market bond market." But we're seeing now that that market is becoming highly illiquid and uh, there's a lot of uh, volatility. Uh, no, and I don't think uh, I don't think the BRICS are going to join together as, you know, like a European Union. All they're doing is like um, facilitating trade and they're going to use gold as a, a reserve asset to facilitate that. Just like, people, you know, countries did back in the 19th century. Uh, they, they didn't have, a, you know, each country had its own treasury and uh, gold and silver were money. And that's how it worked. Yeah. Uh, I think that's what the BRICS are looking to do. Yeah, I do agree with that. One. Here's you, another one here. No, no. So as far as I, I believe as well, like, so head, head into this new structure based upon however they work out the details for that new currency. It's good to say they're trying to get away from debt based instruments. So to be able to issue the bonds or debt or whatever, I think they would probably offer some type of real world resources. And that's where I think yeah, bringing nations I, I that offer be, something to the world would be I don't important. Think it will be, if, if it was the BRICS uh, system was going to be based uh, on debt, uh, then, yeah, they would need a, a bond market and stuff. But I think it's going to be based more on trade of real, real goods and services. Mm -hmm. And uh, you don't, yeah, you don't need debt for that. You just need. Right. Um, right. It'll be settled. With, it'll be, both parties will be, both parties will be settled with actual real resources of some kind. Whatever yeah. the difference might be, then you have a credit and da, 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 whatever, yeah. however that might work out. So uh, here's a uh, persistence of resistance says, isn't the bill passing uh, to raise a debt actually uh, uh Selling actually what we want in the long term, it kills a dollar, it kills the Fed, it defunds the Fed government. That's a lot of killing out there. I don't think it does all that killing though. But what do you think? I'll let you answer first, and then I'll. Oh, yeah, like so, it's kill. So so I, so having spoke with persistence, persistence over resistance before, a lot of his you know belief system is that you know the Federal Reserve is on its way out, and saying that oh, everything is happening right now, the Fed will no longer be in existence beyond a certain point because. There'll be alternatives. And I think also XRP, crypto, stuff like that is a part of giving the world options. So we say, I, I, you know, in, a, in a nutshell. So the raising the debt ceiling definitely will pump the more, it will pump the system with more monopoly money, sure, which over time will continue to base the currency because they're going to try to inflate their way out of this. Yes. Now, I don't think like we're going to be in a position where the, the Federal Reserve will not get the blame for this. They're going to find a, an outside source. Therefore, the Fed will be used still. That's why I think the Fed now and the Fed wire and the Fed coin, which will be in the near future, is a part of their plans. They're still planning on using all that Fed stuff as a way to reboot and reestablish the monetary system. Whether or not the people want it or not, we'll see. But the average Joe who know nothing about what's going mm -hmm. on, they're going to sign up in real time, yeah. give their digital ID number, score, and everything between to get those digital bucks. The average person who have whole gold and silver, we're going to try to hold off as long as we can. But then again, I think 
as long as the same people who are controlling this narrative now are still in control, I don't expect much to change. It might, is my point. But the debt ceiling is just this continuation of what's going on now. More monopoly money and yeah. white market style inflation, whatever. Go ahead. Yeah, and the debts, they actually, there is no debt ceiling for the next 18 months. So <laughs> the sky's the limit. And uh... this episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Window. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. Persistence and over-resistance is right because even the Congressional Budget Office, they forecast that the debt held by the public, which is around 24 and a half trillion it doesn't include the treasuries that uh the fed and other uh, uh like uh, uh government agencies hold uh is going to be like at 46 trillion by 2033 <laughs> and it's probably going to be even more it's probably going to be like 50 trillion and, and yeah he's right it's unsustainable and, and uh the amount of uh borrowing the that the fed uh, sorry, the treasury we have to do is huge. And uh, just uh, at the same time that all these countries are de-dollarizing, de-dollarizing means that they're not going to be buying as much U.S. debt. So I expect interest rates to keep going up. And you've mm-hmm. seen what r- rising rates have done in the last 18 months, the trouble that they, they caused. So uh, I still see trouble ahead. And I think he's right. Now, here's a... Uh, so- Fed coin is dead on arrival. And that's where I would tend to disagree just because I think it's already digital in nature anyway, majority of the currency that we have. And so I think somehow, some way, the transition into another digital form that's on the ledger or server of the Fed and whoever is going to be running the servers, it can be a seamless process to where everybody and their mother who has a cell phone will actually have some type of way of transacting in some form or fashion, no matter who's on the back end of that. To where I don't think it's dead on arrival because we could low key be using a version of the Fed coin now and not even know it when it comes to logging into our bank accounts because it's all digital. So to say it's dead on arrival, your average person, 99% of the people out there don't know what currency is anyway or any, care anything about it, as long as it spins is what they're concerned with. So they'll use anything that comes their way just because it spins. Now, whatever. So we'll see. But here's another thought. Uh, Chris, appreciate you, man. It says, if the U.S. government outlaws gold ownership to 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 do you think states like Texas and Wyoming should secede from the union? Firstly, that is a power grab. And secondly, it flies in the face of laws they're passed making gold to a legal tender. <sighs> um, secession would be great, but I don't think the politicians within those states are even would ever be on the same team to pull that off. And then would the federal government sit around and allow that to happen without declaring some national emergency and sending, you know, Coast Guard the troops or something like that. I don't know. It, it wouldn't be a smooth process in a timely manner. So I don't see none of that working out. Well, they, the uh, they-, they didn't right. secede from the union in 1933 when uh, Roosevelt outlawed gold ownership. So I, I wouldn't right. see why they would do it now. That's right. the, Right. And so unless, unless, there, unless, you know, maybe in 1933, uh, the states didn't care. But if enough states today uh, rise up, you never know. You could have some kind of 
uh, dispute between the states and it'd the federal be, it'd government. Be good. I think it'd be good that if the people were to wake up, come together, and throw some wrenches in the monkey in the plans of those trying to control this. Sure, I think it'd be a great way to disrupt some stuff. Sure. But also, we speak, I don't think Texas, even with their gold back coin that they're trying to come out with now, I don't really put much into that as of now, just because it's one thing, anything that's backed, I'm not 100% fan of because there's somebody on the other end of that that's responsible for those those metals. And who can you trust in this current environment when it comes to your weight? So I just, it's, the risk is on you still, but we'll see. Well, I think eventually uh, people will have trust or have to come back or else, mm-hmm. you know, things don't work without trust. Very true. Uh, Supernatural says Faircoin is is a backdoor CBDC because it's eighty nine percent of transaction will pass through the network. They can put ESG con- constraints on it to allow or restrict transactions. Right, right. So, yeah, we know that's a part of their. Well, their I, I think uh, I, I I don't think ESG is going to survive. I think there's a lot of, thankfully, in the U.S. there's a lot of people mm-hmm. against ESG. Here yeah. in Europe, they've been brainwashed into it. But uh, if the U.S. drops ESG. Uh, the whole world will probably drop it. Says we're okay as long as the Fed doesn't run out of zeros. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah. Uh, throw a wrench at the monkey. Yeah. That's what I was trying to say. Uh, what else we got here? Is yelling at monkey. Uh, it says if the Fed coin or introduce isn't that the federal government introducing a completely new currency which is unconstitutional, right? But they've been able to get away with a lot of things that's unconstitutional at this current moment. So throwing out a new brand of currency when when the world yeah. is in distress, who I'd cares? A lot about, of people uh, be mad at that. Was you that? know, the U- the U.S. is not su- supposed to fight wars if it doesn't declare war, and I think the last time it declared war was in 1941. <laughs> and look at all the wars it's been. In. Right. So the constitution for these people doesn't really matter. It's just a, it's, right. it's not worth. And, and, and I'm thinking, like, from. in the case of some type of emergency, i.e., a black swan event or planned event, the result of that will easily be Congress people coming together in an emergency situation and passing anything that's thrown their way as a suggestion to help out the people. So oh, yeah. it is it's just it, to me. It just it seems it seems quite obvious to me, but. Hmm. Not that to everybody else. If everyone put a monster box on their credit card, the world would be a better place. <laughs> LBP. Oh, man. All right. We're about that 40 minute mark, man. Uh, Mario, it's always good to connect with you, man. Any last thoughts? What do we keep? What are we paying attention to? Well, we got the uh, FOMC meet coming up on what next week or two weeks from now. I and think another it's another quarter. Uh, what we're going to look for? FOMC is the four- 13th and 14th. 13th. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it, it, things are getting so there's so many uh, things going on. I think sometimes right. the best thing to do is just to clear your head and uh, do what you need to do and uh, not be uh, too distracted, even though we have to keep an eye on things. Right. And like like you say, just keep your weight up. You know, that's right. it's like, what you need to you, try to do. How do you stay how do you stay attentive to events happening around you and to you without taking concern about it and also trying to you know, enjoy life, live life, stuff. So it's that balance, that happy medium balance of, you know, don't get overworked up and stressed out of stuff you can't control. Focus yeah, on things you can't right. control and pray about the rest. <laughs> um, all right. Well, hey, uh, back at it again next week. Same time, same place. Appreciate everybody for hanging out with us. Manigo64, definitely go check them out if you haven't. 
And other than that, uh, as always, man, have a great weekend. Stay blessed up. Get outside, get some sunlight. And, uh, yeah, just enjoy the weather, man, while we still got it because it's going to get cold in a couple months. <laughs> and also do anything extra to prepare it's for still cold. It's still cold in England, though. You, you got some cold weather over there still? Well, it hasn't gone warm. So. Oh, it was, it was 91. It was 91 here yesterday. Uh, we're still, like, in the uh, 50s and the low 60s. It hardly but gets you're above. You're used to it, though. You're used to it, so yeah. No, but it's just running uh, long uh, this year. Anyway, yeah. it, it's nice today, though. I'm gonna play. Go play nine holes now. All right, man. I'm about to go. I'm going to the gun range. Give me a couple of them. Give me a couple of rounds off myself. All right. Be blessed. Be safe. See you guys later.